0: what's up everybody this is sydney and you're listening to friendly fire welcome back to friendly fire y'all know me i'm your host sean and my co-host sydney what up what up so as per usual we'll start with some uh fl stuff uh what's happened over the last week um last week we talked heavy quarterback um since both our quarterbacks are in the news um, this week we'll start with skill positions um, on the offensive side of the ball and everybody who is a free agent. Um, um, I told you before uh, during the draft and uh, during the whole draft process and free agency, I'm, I don't really want their big thing to be uh, on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not looking for them to address anything in the skill position. Um like I said, they re-signed uh, Amendola. They just drafted uh Hawkinson and and Jesse James. They signed their free agents last year. I'm i I'm set with our skill positions. Um the only thing that I was looking at that I I saw in a top uh, I think it was like top fifty free agents uh, that I was looking at, I saw them saying that the Lions will go after Melvin Gordon. Um I would like that. And then somebody reminded me that uh you know he held out for more money, like I. So yeah, I think he might be too expensive. Um, but I would I would like somebody like Melvin Gordon, somebody because like I told you I'm I'm pretty over carrying on Johnson. Um, as a number one, um, so, but yeah, the skill positions I don't. It's a nice class. Um, I guess about as good as it can be with people holding on to that that young talent nowadays, but mm-hmm. uh um it's not anything that I'm that the Lions should be looking at. And yeah. Especially that first wave of of people. Man, like I said, get some depth at the running back position would be nice. Um, but I don't think they're gonna be in this market. Yeah. And I said it uh last week and the week before, I think when we talked about how Derrick Henry really is the class of The running backs, Um, I forgot about Melvin Gordon, but Derrick Henry, Melvin Gordon, and then after that, it's a a significant drop-off to what's left out there. Uh, Kenyon Drake, Frank Gore, Jordan Howard, Carlos Hyde, Lamar Miller, those guys aren't Derrick Henry and Melvin Gordon. They're decent backs, but they aren't that. Those are guys that may be waiting. A week before they actually, you know, start getting their calls, and um, I saw—I think it was on this same list that I was looking at. I think I I got to about the twenty-fifth person before they listed Derrick Henry, and I was like, "What?" I, you know, what? Yeah. And I don't know if that's because his market is probably going to just be Tennessee, Um, as far as like getting up to that number is what I mean. Yeah. Tennessee's going to – I feel like Tennessee's going to try to keep him. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, like I said, the – and and wide receiver, you talked about A.J. Green. A.J. Green is is interesting um, just because we know what he can do when he's healthy. Yeah. But um, that feels like he's he, – I feel like that's got Patriots written all over it. I've always been under the impression that he's going to be franchised tagged by Cincinnati yeah he, um he hasn't he's hasn't fought against it any he said he'd be welcome to it if that's what they want to do. he's not gonna not play, so um with them bringing in a new quarterback, what we know is gonna be them bringing in a new quarterback, I can definitely see them holding on to him to help um the progress of their quarterback at least for the next season, yeah um. So anything else um, you want to talk about, Lions or or Saints or anything else? else? You just brought up Jesse James. What happened to him last season? And I forgot y'all had him. I never saw him test now. They they just didn't use him a lot because uh, Amendola was a lot better than they were expecting. I feel like Amendola was a lot better than anybody expected uh, him to be. And then, um, uh, so it was a lot of using the wide receivers, Justin James. They didn't use him in the passing game as much as they had planned to use Hawkinson. Um, mm-hmm. and so it just, I don't know, they, they just didn't use him a lot. Um, so all this news keeps flooding in about Tua getting back healthy, like him hitting his timeline and him, um. Getting into where he needs to be in order to throw in his pro day uh, in April. Why aren't we talking about Cincinnati drafting Tua? We keep saying everybody keeps saying how when healthy Tua is it's not even close. Even with how Joe Burrow performed last season, it's not even close. So when does this conversation come back around, especially if he's healthy to Tua uh-huh. being this, the number one pick? I'm interested to see how this thing fluctuates over the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, I, it's funny that you said that because I, when I think, I was talking to somebody about Joe Burrow and I, look, I think Joe Burrow is going to be fine, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be number one overall pick good. I think he's, I think he's hot right now um, and he's got nothing to lose. I mean, nothing to gain by going to the combine because, you know, coming off a national championship, his stock is as high as it's gonna get. You can't go higher than number one. Um, but if healthy, like we said, too, the only reason he's not being number one, the number one overall pick, is because he got hurt. But I, I don't, I don't know why they're not talking about that or why we aren't talking about that. But um, I saw, and I, I know it's just, you know, trying to not tip your hand. But I yes. saw the, the Redskins. Talking about how they were doing their due diligence on mm-hmm, uh, quarterback. the quarterback. I wish they would. That would make it that would make it so much easier. Cause you know I want the lines to get chased young. I wanted them to get yeah. up to because that that fixes every problem that we had on defense. That not everyone, but there is, <laughs> it's it's what it's what fits at the number mm-hmm. two spot, a game-changing pass rush when you already got a quarterback. If they take that choice out of our hands with the first two pick being quarterbacks, then that would be beautiful. But anyway, um, yeah, bro, Tua, I, it's so hard to figure him out because like he hurt, and it's, it's yeah. nobody don't want to take that chance. But I do think he's going to still be the best quarterback in the in the class. And I saw something earlier that I never really thought about or paid attention to either. That the first he's had three surgeries. He had two on his ankle, mm-hmm. and the guy was saying the two the two surgeries that he had on his ankle weren't necessary. That if he was anywhere other than Alabama, or the situation was different, because you know one time he was trying to get back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that if the situation was different, well, no, the national championship, right? Yeah. But they were saying if the situation was different or if he was even at another school, that's something that they would have rehab, just rehabbed without doing any surgery for. So it wasn't even something major enough that surgery was actually required for. So that's something that these teams are going to take into account, too, that it was unnecessary surgery just to really speed the process along. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't something that you got to really worry about occurring again. Yeah. Or if it does. Once again, it's not something he needs to be going under the knife for. So really, he's only had one major surgery, and that's his hip. And yeah. everything that they're saying now is telling them that it's healing up just fine. You know, I texted you a couple of days ago um that I was that I was having a slight change of heart. I really, you know what, you know what happened? Somebody said something that I completely forgot about. Um and it it really made me pause for it. It's the first time I really was like maybe picking two wouldn't be such a bad idea at three. Because, you know, we talked about how um, you said, oh, well, trade Stafford and uh, I was like, I'm not in that camp cause I, cause, because of the money it would cost mm-hmm. me. And because <clears throat> I'm, I'm satisfied with him as a quarterback. I've I've been watching him since he been our quarterback. Um, so the, the the thing that somebody talked about was the Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation, which I forgot about. You know, mm. I mean, it's it's Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers was different. You know, because mm. that was a couple of years, and of you know, and then uh, Drew Brees and and Phillip Rivers. Well, Brees wasn't what he is now, but he did have a good last year. And then they, you know, whatever they decided to he do. He got hurt. Yeah. 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 Then he got hurt. Yeah, but. <laughs> Alex Smith was interesting because Smith was still playing well. Now, Stafford is far better than Alex Smith, in my opinion, but um but then they, you know, he Mahomes, I forgot Mahomes sat a full year. And then mm-hmm. it was like, okay, well, now we can move on from Alex Smith, you know, because we still ain't reaching the top of the mountain. The only reason why it's not gonna happen, I'm telling you it's not gonna happen, because the like I said a couple of weeks ago, brother, this coaching staff and this general manager is trying to win now. They're not. They're not in position to go. All right. Well, we went seven and nine, eight and eight. Maybe we could just improve the court. No, you're picking third in the draft. They're trying to win now. You know. So yeah, it's it's not gonna happen. But I, the, you know, I, when I think about it, I'd be like. Is this a real opportunity if he is there at three? Is this a real opportunity to change your franchise with this type of player? Um, maybe it is something that they need to really think about, but they're not gonna do it. I was about to say you keep saying they're not gonna do it, bro. I really think they're gonna because it comes down to all right, Chase Young is number one on y'all board, I'm quite sure. Like if Chase mm-hmm. Young is there, ain't no question. Look, put the card in if Chase Young Back. yeah. Yeah. Airplane that bit, throw that bit. Look, we <laughs> taking Chase Young screaming. Yeah. He, I ain't got to fit you no know, envelope. Um, but then once Chase Young is off the board, then it turns into best available. In most, you know, in most cases, it's best available. And once again, we expect him to be the best player, the second best, if not the best player in this draft. and I- Like I said, I'm with you about not training Matthew Stafford. Because I believe even if they take two, once again, they send him a year. You let Matthew Stafford, uh, you let Matthew Stafford play. Because once again, before he got hurt and sat out for the season, he was playing great. And down the stretch, I can look at the games and say, man, this game could be, this game goes from a loss to a win if Matthew Stafford is under the Mm center. Maybe the staff is Continues to look at it like that man. We had these many games that would have went from losses to wins If Matthew Stafford was on the center How about we address this and this in free agency? Let's take two them. and then see how much of And let him sit for a year and then if we decide that Matthew Stafford um the, like you said, the Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation. If we decided that two is definitely going to be our future, and we're done with Matthew Stafford for now, we already have that to change. We're not going to fish for another quarterback. We already got one. Yeah, this this where I'm at right now. What's today, February twenty sixth? All right. So this so this is where I am right now. Because at first it was they picking a Kudat three, but uh, that's all, yeah. that's where I was at the beginning. That's why as if I'm ranking what i think will happen the first thing i think the most likely thing i think will happen is they're going to trade back that's Mm -hmm. that's what i think the most likely thing is followed by um them picking somebody that they that don't deserve to be picked at at three then i think okay they'll entertain the two-a situation um that or you know what let's reverse that that's let's reverse that. I the I feel like they're gonna trade back. That's the most likely thing I feel like is they're gonna trade back. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're trying to get people to think that they're more interested into it than they are. Um, and then I I think that has a chance. And then somebody that don't. i I guess because I'm I'm hoping that they don't go. You know what? Yeah. Let's just pick. Let's just pick a Kuda at three. Like, and and I and I do think he's going to be a good player. But you know, we say, I say it every week. One through five ain't the spot for that. That ain't that ain't the spot for somebody who's gonna be solid, somebody who's gonna be really good. That's hey bro, you need to not be picking here next year. That's that's yeah. what this that's what that pick is for. So I agree with you. I think the most likely outcome is that y'all end up trading back. Um second for me would be y'all take two of. Yeah. And then third would be y'all take the D linemen out of Auburn. Okay, things yeah. so but uh, I think that's the I think that's the best player that the best player that's a need. Like I, I feel like that on the defensive line is a bigger need for y'all hmm. than putting somebody else in the secondary. And he's the best player for what y'all need once Chase Young is off the board. Yeah. So I feel um, like whether y'all can't get anybody to trade back with y'all take him right there, or even if y'all do end up trading back, I still think that's y'all pick if he's there. It's it's very interesting. We could we could talk about this for the next month and and have different feelings about how it's gonna go every every yep. day. Um. So anyway. Um. Anything else NFL you wanna add? Um. No, I that's it. I don't think anybody else got cut during this past week that mattered. Or franchise tags start tomorrow, so that'll be interesting. That we're not we're not in the loop enough to know anything about the CBA. I mean, yeah. that, that, it was shocking to me that as soon as the NFLPA sent it on to be voted on by the majority, mm-hmm. uh, how many people stars came out to protest against it and russell wilson richard sherman had already spoke his piece about it Mm -hmm. um because especially i was already feeling like man this is this is great they're gonna go ahead and get this out the way but then as soon as the nflpa passed it on it's like wait a minute Mm -hmm. so now it's looking like that probably won't i don't know i don't know negotiation is always it and it's the early stages too so it was like bro y'all it feels like that right now but you know everybody ain't everybody ain't always going to be on the same page and i they've been trying to add a 17th game for what about 10 years now it feels mm-hmm. like i'm i don't like it just cuz you know people don't like change and i i feel like mm-hmm. the nfl has has had the best Playoff system, regular season system. Regular season system. Um, in my lifetime of all the sports, um, it matters that the right amount of teams get in. Um, I I like it, and I don't want them to change it, but I understand it. Money, Mm -hmm. um, you know. But so, uh, the them changing the playoff thing to where a seven team would get into the playoffs. Um and on the the one seed get that first round bye. Yeah. When, when I first heard that, I was like, no, I don't like it. No change. Blah 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 blah. But then I was like, well, you still get four teams that second week. Um mm-hmm. and then there's a real fight for the number one seed to <laughs> where you can't you can't just be all right. Well, we comfortable at two, and somebody else beat the one seed, then we we get a bye and a home game for the NFC Championship. Like no, so I. Yeah, I, I, I like it. You know, you know that's how I was. I was like, look, man, that's not so bad. You know, 7C? Yeah, and, and it brings in, and what it's going to do, bring in more revenue, which mm-hmm. is what it's all about. The fact that they get um a bigger share, it goes up one, one and a half, 1%, and mm-hmm. particularly 1.5%. Oh, the fact that, The fact that the stipulations about marijuana gets tweaked a little bit in it, I think is a big thing uh, for some players. Um, But once again, it's what you've given up for. Like you're saying, okay, give me this and we'll play your 17-game season. Yeah. Uh, But how much is actually worth that? Because you're only giving up one preseason game. Yeah. taking away one preseason game to add one regular season game. Mm-hmm. So it just yeah it depends every they're not ever gonna all be on the same page that's the reason why they vote and that's the reason why it's an odd number so there is no ties like somebody gonna outweigh the other and that's and, and, and they, go I'm sorry oh and it's unfortunate well not unfortunately but it's not about the Aaron Rodgers or the Russell Wilsons mm-hmm. it's about the guys whose average span in the NFL is five years or less right get it right now you know right so um and that's that's what negotiation is bro when you got two both sides end up just a little bit unhappy you know they never you ain't never gonna have it to where we got everything we wanted you know know, that's never gonna happen and what's crazy is i learned today that the players used to have the biggest share of the revenue really yeah, and then one CBA, um, it was in the 90s. It was in the late 90s. It was one of the times where they actually had a lockout. The owners locked out the players. It was like, nah, we taking, we taking a revenue share. And yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Like, what? How would y'all let that happen? Mm-hmm. But it used to be like 54, yeah, 54, 46, the players went. It should be. It should be that way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, you know. They don't do nothing, but anyway, um, you ready to talk hoops? Yes, sir. Um, So you had some stuff that you wanted to say about Joel Embiid. Let's start with that foolishness. <laughs> that clown. All right, so I can't even remember who they played. Who did they play Saturday The Walkers. They played Milwaukee. They played Milwaukee. Play Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. It was, it, it was before the Milwaukee game that he said, or no, it was, it was no, it, it wasn't after the Milwaukee game. They won, game. so it wasn't Milwaukee. Right, it was, Milwaukee it, was, it was before the Milwaukee game, and then they played Atlanta after that. But who, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. who it was that they played the but right he out put of the 40, break. he put up 48, right? That's yeah, like, yeah 40 he put up 48, time. and exactly. then decided he was the best player in the world off of right. that 48-point performance. Mm-hmm. And then he played the Hawks, and they played Milwaukee after that. And then they played, and then they played the Hawks. Okay. Oh yeah, I do remember the Milwaukee game. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they played Milwaukee, then turned around and played the Hawks, and then he put up forty nine mm-hmm. against the Hawks,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: decided to double down on him being the best player in the NBA. And I was just curious to. Because you like him more than I do, than even mm. than I do. But I was wondering if you, if this was somebody who even cracked your top ten when you looked at no. the best players in the NBA. And I figured that wasn't the case. But once again, you like him more than I do. Maybe you had something going on that I didn't. No, I, I listen. He has got a skill set that if he if he gave you that every night. I could go, mm-hmm. all right, well, yeah. You could for, practice, for some- yeah. Yeah, but for but for somebody who's played a third of their career, uh, you know what I'm saying? in the mm-hmm. in the NBA, uh, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely like in that, you know how I told you about it's it's tears. It's so mm-hmm. hard to go, all right, this dude's the best in the world, this dude's the best, this dude's second, third, fourth, fifth. But but in that upper echelon, like when you get to 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. If I got him like 10 to 12 somewhere, the drop off from him and the next people, all right, like him and 13 or him and 17 is a big difference. Yeah. But one through five, you ain't even in that conversation at all. So how you even, exactly. what are you talking about? Right? Yeah. So <laughs> and And the fact that he's, He's so inconsistent on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. Like he's he he had a game earlier this year. I can't remember who they played. I want to say it was Miami, where he didn't score a point. He mm-hmm. had he didn't score in thirty minutes of playing basketball. But you're the best player in the league. All of a sudden, when you come across a forty-point game mm-hmm. against the Hawks or and look, whoever it was before, then I'm yeah. all for him feeling himself. Yeah. Uh, and like I, you know, I told you I don't, I don't have any problem with people who talk trash, with people who, uh, you know, got swag, um, when you perform, mm-hmm. um, but but when it but but when it's un, undeserved entitlement, entitlement, like I ain't got no patience for that kind of shit. Like no. Yeah. And what's what's weird about the whole situation also is where is these performances when Ben Simmons on the court with you? That's when these performances are supposed to be coming up, and y'all to be blowing teams out every single night. They they have 100% underachieved. Um, I had them in the finals at the beginning of the season, and obviously we'll reset when the playoffs start. You know, we'll look at what it on mine. You ain't got to worry about it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. What did you say? I said, I done already reset it on mine. You ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, and so like you know, just like how we did with football, how we had what we had at the beginning of the year, how we fell through the season, and then once the field gets set mm-hmm. and you look at who people have to navigate their way through, um, then that changes everything. And that and it and it's bananas because I I still see, and I'm I'm not alone in this thing, God, because I still see in in the national media, um, as crazy as it still sounds, you'd be like. Yeah, they're the five seed, and Joel and B got hurt again tonight, and Ben Simmons out for a couple of weeks because he got hurt. But when the field gets set, I still see people going, I, I, I mean, they're going to win a playoff series. like that, And so that's why I'm like, it's when you got, it's only five people on the court at one time in basketball. Yeah. We talk about this all the time. It's only five people, and when you got one of them that can change the game, Vucevic, according to 2K. But uh, when you got one of them that can just change the game, it changes a series. And so um, it's so hard to write them off when you when they got that much talent. Even when you looking, even when to the naked eye, it's like they suck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and that's gonna be interesting, especially since, like you said, he got hurt again tonight. Ben Simmons already not playing. They're two games. They're a game and a half up on the Pacers right now. But realistically, but, that should be the only team that can catch them if they end up, you know, missing. If Joel and Be and Ben Simmons end up missing more games, the yeah. Pacers should be the only team that can catch them. But they already had to disappear. like you say, being the five seed. Yeah, I, I'm i already not there. I, I wrote them off earlier. It sounds like that. they won't be in the NBA. I don't, I don't trust that team. They're showing those reasons now. Mm. But even before they got hurt, they're one of the worst teams on the road. And Joel Embiid and being the best Simmons don't seem to have the connection they need to have in order to really be dominating on a nightly basis. Yeah. So if you're telling me that when the playoffs start, their first matchup going to be at the Heat and they don't have home court advantage, or they fall to six and have to go to Boston, I can't. I'm not taking them in any in either of those series. Um, Um, Milwaukee, bro. Ain't nobody beating them in the East. Um. Yeah. I. I have, I still like Boston. Like, I still love their Boston team, honestly. Ain't mm. nobody beating Milwaukee in seven games. Bro. Nobody may not beat them in four in the Eastern Conference, to be honest with you. They, they have everything, everything. They play defense. They can shoot the three. They can dominate on the inside. And then they got a superstar. And they got a superstar. Yeah. And, and so, somebody. And great coach. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Bruh, this was the thing that, that blew me away when I heard this stat. And I knew it looking at that record. Because when you're looking at their record, what are they, 42 and 8? Or forty and 8 or something like that? Huh? 50. 50. Yeah, they won, 50. they won their fifty game. Yeah, they're 50 and 8. And so I was like, yeah, bro, they're they, they having a dominant season. But I forgot how good their record was last year. Do you know right now to this point? They are hundred and ten and thirty in their last. Th- that is bananas. That is, bro, a think about that. They're hundred and ten and thirty in their last hundred and forty games. That's so yeah. That that team is dangerous. But also the fact that Giannis only has to play thirty minutes a night. Like that, I only, you only have to go out there for. 30, we got it. Don't worry. Thirty minutes, we'll be up twenty, and you can go sit down somewhere. They, they, they. When I was watching that game, bro, like, and it was they were down eleven, mm-hmm. and then uh, honestly, I, I had to go. I had to go, and I came back, and I was like, it was halftime. Like, man, they down two, and Giannis ain't even playing good. Like, that's that's crazy, man. That that team is. They definitely have separated themselves uh in the east. Yeah. Yeah. By far. I feel sorry for your magic at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else in the east? Let's let's go to um to Sunday. Um uh, or was it Saturday? With the okay. it was Sunday? With the the Celtics and the Lakers. Yeah that was Sunday. Okay. Um what did you think about that game? I've said this before. I'm going to say it one more time. I hate the Boston Celtics, dog. I really do. So when I do say, oh, I can see them in the finals, that's truly just me being a fan of basketball and seeing what I'm seeing because I hate that team with every part of me. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum is by far my favorite Celtic. Like, I've never cared for a Celtic. But that dude, I, I love his game, bro. Yeah um that was a hell of a game Sunday and starting off it didn't look like it was going to be but Mm. by the end of the first quarter it was okay now now we got a game now let's see how this is going to go and bro when it comes down to it it's it's about your stars it's about (laughs) it's about Anthony Davis and LeBron James against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum and Kimball Walker, whenever he gets back. Um, AD went out there and had 32 and 13. Yeah. LeBron went out there and had 29, 8, and 9. Um, both of them, well, LeBron's shooting night was all right, but AD on a bad shooting night. Mm-hmm. You got 16 from Kuzma, you ain't get more than 10 from anybody else on the team. And. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum combined for sixty-one themselves. Yeah, they got fourteen from Marcus Smart and sixteen from their center. But once you get into a close game and you within three minutes left in the fourth quarter, it comes down to LeBron James and Anthony Davis against once again Jason Tatum and whoever you want to say is his his second star there, and there ain't. To me, that's the best duo in the league. AD, so, and LeBron. Ad and LeBron, yeah. So regardless if they out there shooting four for fifteen or whatever, when it comes down to those last three minutes, none of that matters. It's a new yeah. game. If, if it's a close game, it's a new game. Now you got to stop us. Which once again, Sunday it was Ad because he knocked down a couple threes at the end towards the end of the game. Yeah, and last night against the Pelicans, it was LeBron, um, dominating down down the stretch. But that's what that's what it comes down to, and that's what. And we saw all these duos forming in free agency uh, yeah. over this last offseason season that we knew uh, how intriguing it would be. But that's what it's gonna come down to down the down the stretch of the rest of the season, and once we get to the playoffs. Every night is going to be who got the best, who got the best play on the court, and then who got the best second play on the court. Yeah, and that was the difference in Sunday's game against Boston. Yeah, um, the Lakers, the Celtics wouldn't really go away, even mm-hmm. when the when the, uh, the Lakers went on their run. So it made you think uh, if they had Kemba Walker, would that would that game be different? Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I I've talked about a lot how LeBron took this season to remind people how good he was at basketball Anthony Davis too um but so if 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 the Celtics um are in their peer group um if we're talking about when the when the playoffs start you know you got to go to Anthony Davis or go to LeBron James I just that's just a reminder of why I feel like they were going to win the whole thing because they're so good on defense, bro. Like, I mean, when I start looking at how Rondo, how bad Rondo was playing throughout the season or how bad he has played up to this point during the season, the Pelicans game last night in particular was one that every time down the court when he was in the game, it was the right basketball play. Mm-hmm. And, then, and 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 I know you can always accept, expect that from uh ronda when when the lights get bright bro and so caruso out there making plays and this this team is they they are built for the playoffs and like i said bro when when it when when it came down to the last couple possessions jason tatum on lebron james i'm i'm taking a i'm taking lebron all day every day like you know it's just it was it was a really good game and the celtics have come very far like i you know, I, I I really just felt like they were a good team of really good pieces with really good coaching. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about them the last couple of years, um, that a second-round exit doesn't stun me with them. Um, but they, it feels like Jason Tatum has taken an, another step. Um, for what I liked him the most of that, of all the players that were coming out of that draft when he was coming mm-hmm. out, but... Um, yeah, bro, he's, he's definitely emerging as their best player. And it, it was a good game, bro. I mean, you know, Diamond Stretch, LeBron hit his, hit his little fadeaway. And um, it was a good win for them. But the game last night, too, I'm telling you, bro, Zion, it is, it is so weird for Zion to be – I don't want to put so much on him, but – Everybody else been putting so much on him since August, but it's it's so weird because like him, he's the only basketball player in my life. Him and LeBron James since I've been watching basketball mm-hmm. that I've been hearing about literally since high school. Mm-hmm. I've I've been seeing Zion Duncan since like middle school, and and when you know when you get them Twitter them Twitter videos and you be like, oh that was that was crazy, you know, mm-hmm. but that dude ain't gonna make it to the nba or whatever like i'll I'll, when that dude make it to the nba i'll worry about him then or whatever like that yeah but the hype been following this dude since he was 14 15 16 years old and he's the only basketball player in my life that i've ever seen since lebron that was so hyped and not only has met the expectation but exceeded it it's just like this is so crazy this dude like when i'm there were two plays in the last couple games that he played. There was a rebound last night that he got. That I'm I just was like, this dude, he he went back with his left hand and he got off the ground twice before Dwight Howard jumped once. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude is ridiculous. And the Blazers game, the when they played the Blazers a couple of weeks ago, uh I mean a couple of nights ago, there was a play where he he went. Like he, he kind of—it's it's hard to explain how he went. And he was under the goal, and Hassan Whiteside was—he was trying to get a pass, and he just moved Hassan Whiteside out. The, I was like, this, "This is crazy! This dude is yeah. crazy. And he just moved Hassan Whiteside like he was a little boy. Just moved him out the way, and then and then dunked the ball. I mean, this dude is special. This uh, like that. I can't even describe it. The, the, it's. That's they got a bright future with that dude, bro. I'm I'm still not there with him. It's been 13 games. I need, yeah, I need to see more than that. But hey, he he's what we expected him to be. Like you say, even at even to this point, he's exceeded what we've expected of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely gonna be. He's definitely going to be a big piece for them going forward. Like, like I said, I feel like if he was healthy all season, they would have been an eight seed this year. Which yeah. They can still get to, but you know now they playing catch up. Um, but yeah, man, the dude is to say he he got to be down there three hundred pounds. His athleticism is is absurd. But but you know what I mean though, like basketball more than football. Basketball when you're watching. People jump off the screen, like you know, mm-hmm. the the people who are just better than the other than the other players on the court, and that that, that dude nineteen, bro. Like, is crazy. Yeah, but he's nineteen. But the things that he has to improve on aren't going to be easy for we've we've never seen it be easy for a player like him to improve on. What do you mean, like just his jump shooting? And... Yeah, which is especially in today's NBA, the thing that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not something that we've seen players, even LeBron, developing and being able to expand his range throughout his career. That's taking him a lot of time for him oh. to be comfortable now to be pulling threes or, you know. Yeah, I mean, but Giannis, Giannis um, don't really have a jump shot that I would depend on, and he's still been able to be dominant and, and improve his game every year. Yeah, yeah, and he's and he's working on his jump shot too. But once again, that is a reason why. For, well, for one, Giannis has a great team also, but that's the reason why people still aren't saying, yeah, Giannis is the best on our league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because of those flaws, you know. But but what I'm saying is he can he can still be he can still be amazing and not ever be the best in the world. Like he can still he can still just have the skill set he has and and be dominant. Yeah, but but at the end of the day it's gonna come down to is that amazingness and that dominance does that have you contended for titles? Or are why? you on game card? No, but Do what you know? I'm saying, it, why why does it why does it have to be all or nothing? Why does it have to be Nigga, you out here rooting for Orlando for their colors or one day you want to see no, the no, nation? No 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 no, 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 no. What saying? I what I mean is, what I mean is by his he can still have a Hall of Fame career and not be a top yeah. five player of all time. I've always said since I saw him at Duke Yeah, Duke, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since they started talking about him and hyping him up. Like like you say, we've seen him since high school, but I've actually watched, didn't actually watch him until college. And I said, he'll be Blake Griffin. And I didn't think that that was a slate on him at all. Blake Griffin is going to end up in the Hall of Fame. But that, that's what I see him as. I don't see him as any more than that. Can he develop to be more than that? Sure, he can, you know. But that's thats what I see him as. I don't see him as LeBron or any anyone of that magnitude. I see him as Blake Griffin, Tobias Harris. Aaron, mm, Aaron Gordon, nah, maybe not with Aaron Gordon. But those type of players. Okay. I see I see two years from now we're we're gonna be looking at the Pelicans and saying Brandon Ingram is the best player on that team. Okay. Um LeBron hit some threes last night. He had like three of them in a row. I was just like, man, this dude, bruh. He he had... He's still inconsistent with that. He he get hot, and he can hit him, but oh, then yeah. he'll turn around and have the 2-4-11 night from three. That that happens. Like He's still not somebody I trust from the three-point line. That's been it. Uh... And, and that's an improvement from what he used to be, so I'll take it. But, yeah, I ain't prefer him not be out there jacking the threes for no reason. Um, it was funny last night. Oh, go ahead. It was funny last night to me to uh to try to see them guard him with Drew Holiday in the post. And that irritated me about it. that that was there were three possessions in a row I remember. And I, I wanted to talk about Because, you know, I like Anthony Davis a lot. Um I think I think he's gonna be the main reason why they win the title. But uh there were three possessions in a row. He had Drew Holiday on him because they were they were isolating LeBron on Zion, every possession down. Um, he had he had Drew Holiday on him, three straight possessions. One of them, he took a jump shot without dribbling the basketball. The other two, he stood on the three-point line. That irritated me so much. I was like, you you watching LeBron literally abuse Drew Holiday all night long in the post, and you doing what when he guarding you? The fuck out of here with that. What is that? I just wanted to say that, because that, I didn't understand that. Yeah, there there's a lot of questionable things that go on throughout a Lakers game, but even but even last night on the Pelicans side, why is you Holiday trying to go? I mean, I understand you. That's asked Me, that's your best defender, but come on, bro. Let's 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 quantify this. Let's <laughs> let's be real about this. So, um, man, yeah, you want to. You gotta, yeah, you gotta throw Brandon Ingram on no more. You gotta put a body on him that's bigger than Drew Holiday. Yeah. I know one, there was one play when Drew Holiday was guarding him and he got to the basket and dunked it and and got fouled. He he fell to the ground and he was like all day. I was like, you damn right. If that's what they want to do, that's all night long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That was horrible. Um, but Dwight Howard and J- – I talk about Dwight Howard every single week, right, Yeah. Him plus JaVale McGee is a problem, right, Yeah. Which I do – like, I heard somebody make this point. When you – the way Zion is being used, the way his game is, he going to file out a lot of people, a lot of nights in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Not the Lakers, but all these centers and big men that they going to keep throwing at them. Like, that is – that is something that we going to really – Be able to use against teams, and the fact that Dwight out here, Dwight and Javale out here, beating the league in blocks, and Anthony Anthony Davis had six last night. Like, just stay out of post, because ain't none of that going on there. Uh, Rondo got to stop playing, bro. We got to stop playing Rondo. It's about time to take his minutes from him completely. I. I'm the last one to come around to this. Laker fans have been saying this. I don't know, nah, man. Rondo, because once again, he's going to get on the court, he's going to make good basketball decisions for the most part. His shooting has gotten better, but it's, it it seems like when LeBron goes to the bench, we already know it's a whole different team that's on the court. Like it's, The offense is running in a completely different way, but it seems like the offense dies completely between – Rondo trying to find these guys, trying to put these guys in situations to make plays and Kuzma sh- taking a shot every time he touched the ball. Yeah, Kuzma minutes got cut into two last night because Morris is there now. Mm-hmm. And man, it is at least we have momentum when Caruso is on the court. Caruso seems to have if not the same at this point A good he has good enough court vision to make plays and he's also the better shooter than Rondo I don't know how it's possible that every time every time I watch Caruso play he make a play that surprised me I don't know I don't know how that's possible but I just I don't know if it's because he's white or just because exactly what it is because he because he just it ain't because they got white no, cause Conan Connaughton, Conatin's white and when I when I look at him I be like, bro, this dude is different. But like he just he just look unathletic in the face. Yeah. And so when he make athletic plays, I'd be like, yeah, bruh. Like that was the block last night on Holly I was like, bro, I did not know he was capable of doing that. Like Yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to uh We're going to have to move away from Rondo Minutes, bruh, until playoff time. Playoff Rondo is still a thing. So once the playoffs come, Rondo's going to have to get his minutes. But until then, uh, we need to let him rest up or something. So, I'm looking at the West. Dallas, bruh, we ain't talked about Dallas in a while since Luka's dominance in the first half of the season. And you look at them, they're the seventh seed right now with 36 wins, which is bananas. But uh anything else to talk about in the West? Because the the Rockets are proving that I saw somebody say it was proving everybody wrong earlier and I was just like, alright bro. They, they wait, still, wait, wait till May. Yeah, like, I was going to say that <laughs> get their regular season wins. They've been that for what? The past five years, they they gonna win games. They gonna win regular season games. But what hell he- what are they right now? They're the four seed, so they gonna play Utah. What are they gonna do against Rudy Gobert? Come make. Well, come yeah. Uh, hey, bro, it's, it's gonna be interesting how they how they make this work, or uh, if it's gonna work. It's not gonna work. Not, I don't. I don't. That the different the different levels of work. Because you know, I know they're not gonna be in the Western Conference Finals. You know, I know that well, I but the first round. I don't care who they <laughs> play. I don't care who they unless they draw Memphis. Because yeah. Jal Miranda really got under James Harden skin, I see. And I see they beat them to death they, tonight. They beat I feel them 140 to one forty to one twelve. So unless I, they play Memphis, they get beat in the first round. Well, but Memphis the uh Jackson got hurt and that's changed a little bit of how hmm? Jaron Jackson? Oh, Jaron Jackson. Okay. Yeah. You said Jackson, like I was supposed to know who Jackson is. I thought Steven Jackson. I am like, wait a minute. <laughs> but so anyway, uh but yeah, no, he used to beat them to death tonight. But yeah. um Yeah, it's it's interesting, but like you said, they're, they're a regular season team. They were always gonna be that, but I, I you know, one thing that I, I talk about every time we talk about basketball is uh I continue to be pleasantly surprised um by how much Chris Paul still has left in the tank and it's just I, we said it at the beginning of the year I said it a couple of weeks ago they could have just they could have just kept Chris Paul Yeah, like that like I I would feel sitting right here with Golden State having all you know having changed the way they changed mm-hmm. I would feel as I would feel comfortable putting them in that conversation if they still had Chris Paul if they still had the team Chris Paul, Ariza, who else they had? They had they had real wings on that. T- that uh, and Bob Mute. like mm. that that team. If they would have just kept that team together, like that that I would feel comfortable putting them going. All right, who can win the title this year out the West? Lakers, Clippers, Rockets. I you know that's that's why I would be with them. I know you probably feel differently, but I mean they could have they could have kept the team they had. Like there wasn't nothing wrong with it. And like I've been saying, like, at first I saw Chris Paul, Chris Paul Russell Westbrook, all right, that's a lot of a move. And then you step back and you say, no, they got because worse. Because They got worse. Russell Westbrook can't shoot uh, as well as Chris Paul. He don't defend like Chris Paul. He's not the playmaker Chris Paul is. Facts. What are y'all doing? Y'all just wanted a new face, you know? And that created more problems because you mm-hmm. kept Chris Paul you would have been okay with keeping Chris uh, Click Capella. You wouldn't have had yep. to move off of him to try to fit whatever this new thing you're trying to do with Russell Westbrook. And it's the same thing for them because they got playmaking, because they had playmaking on the court 48 minutes, because they had uh, rim protection, and 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 still they had a whole bunch of space in mm-hmm. with their shooters, and and what they can do with PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon when he come in the game. It ain't like they they needed to search for something desperately to add to that. Every year is three and D. We changing out we changing out people who can play defense and hit threes. That's so all spot up shoot play defense. Who is that? This week is house, this Next week is Rivers. Next week is... Yeah. And it ain't it ain't like they needed. All right, we gotta go out here and find Al Horford to change our team or anything like exactly. right that. Like it was. It was rotation players every year. Like, you could get... Bruh, you don't... Sometimes you just lose. You ain't got to fix everything. Like, all right, you got eliminated last year. Run it back. Like, uh, you ain't uh, blew out. Like, was, that was uncalled for. You the trade... Anyway. To trade that for that. Chris Paul for that. Right. It sure. didn't help you... It didn't help you financially. It It, it didn't help chemistry. It didn't help your future assets. It was just stupid. It was a stupid trade. So, OKC okay, is so definitely winning that one right now, being two games behind them. I agree. I agree. And and that's it's crazy because you look at it and you go, all right, so is Chris Paul going to be able to do this next year? That ain't the point. They, uh-huh. they, got, they got draft picks. They got young talent. No one they, expected him to do that this year. So, I mean... And like you say, the draft capital that they got going forward, and the, uh, the what they got from um, what's the name? I always forget his name. Oh, from, from Clippers, Gilders Alexander. Giresja Alexander. Having him going forward, mm-hmm. uh, they they gonna they right back in it. They like, oh, we we had James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russell west but couldn't win. I right, well, time to try but this again. I'm, I'm telling to. you, I I swear I swear. But as much as like so I you know when I first wanted to pick a team I liked the Rubio and I was like I'm I'm gonna pick I'm a stick with the Timberwolves then I switched to the Magic cuz I was like you know I'm you know for whatever reason but so you always you always mess with me about being a Thunder fan and I have seriously liked them since they became a franchise yeah um and I but that I just I just wanted to say that to say that their front office since they have been a team has been a one bro they always they just they draft well they they sign for they hire good coaches yeah. like they that's how a small market team can be relevant exactly. when you got the right people making the right calls um yeah bro that that's what it's all about so Oh, Steph Curry comes back Sunday. Yeah, how you feel about that? Um, it doesn't hurt anything for them to have him back on the court. They opened this new arena and ain't had nothing good going on in it since the beginning of the season. So they fans definitely deserve that. Um. Man, they're so far down in the standards right now that they're going to get their lottery pick. They're going to be at the top of the draft anyway, which is only going to help them go ahead and build that chemistry between Wiggins, Steph Curry, get back straight with Draymond, and then when Clay come back in, they're going to be right back. We're going to be right back talking about them being in the top three teams. next year. Uh, yeah, you got when you got Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins, Steve Kerr coaching, and whatever they're about to get well, that, the top, it, out of the draft, yeah that's, I mean that's gonna yeah. be, that's and then, then be you cool. write back and then you write back to free agency looking at these players that are gonna go play for them for the minimum that mm. should be playing for the minimum mm-hmm. but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to have him back on the court, man. he's still one of the most exciting players to watch, so that's, that should be exciting. For that, for their fans especially, like I say, they done not open up a new arena and everything, and they had nothing to show for it this year. Yeah. What else you got? Ah. Uh, yep. So next week we could talk um, offensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. <Yo. laughs> We can talk about the by time, bro. Right? I've been to <laughs> it. We'll be over about it. Um, it's so interesting the 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 show's dynamic as we move forward with basketball, just because um, when you when you talk about like the game last night, there is no. It's not like football, so where we do this show every weekend, we can go. Man, that that Patriots game or. By the time we talk again, the Lakers are gonna play three times. So you is <laughs> like you gotta pick which game you wanna talk, you know what I'm saying? So And this and this just so happened to be a good week too, having the Boston well, having Memphis. We played Memphis first, but then turn around and having Boston and the Pelicans back to back uh on national TV also. What's up everybody? Check out Friendly Fire every Thursday as we discuss the latest and most intriguing topics in sports. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Friendly Fire 08.